Hi everyone, my name is Lee and this is my first podcast. Welcome. This podcast is here for you to help you feel good and to help you achieve the things that you want to achieve from goals to dreams. Hence my username, possibly, helping you make things possible. It's all in the mindset. It's all in how you think about what you think about from life to doing things to how you see people, how you see yourself. It's all a matter of perspective. And it's more than just positive thinking, it's practice. And practice is a very powerful thing. It's a very powerful set of choices that you're creating. And a choice is a product of your thoughts. And I want to talk about the power of your thoughts, the power of imagination, and the power of feeling good, and what it means to feel good, and what it even means to imagine, what imagination even is. Because I feel like a lot of people don't truly understand what imagination or feeling good actually means, and what it can do for you. So despite the pandemic going on despite this quarantine. Uh, you may or may not be bored at home and you may be wondering, what can I do? And how can I feel better about whatever's going on? In any situation, even during this quarantine, I want to let you know that there is something that you can do. And it starts with asking yourself, how do you feel? And what do you want to feel? What do you want? This is really a good time and opportunity to really take care of ourselves and talk to ourselves even to really discover a part of ourselves that we never got a chance to before because we've got so much time and we don't have to worry about work for a moment or other daily uh, obligations. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is your thoughts. So your thoughts are seeds. And we have a ton of thoughts every single day. And there are so many thoughts that we can't even pinpoint some of those thoughts exactly. Sometimes we do things and we don't even think about them. That's how often we do something to the point we don't even recognize that, we th that we're thinking about it. And in order for these thoughts to grow, we give it attention. And when you've practiced something through your thoughts so much that you don't even think about it anymore, like brushing your teeth. That's the power of practice and how often you think about it. In realizing that, you can apply that towards the things that you actually want to achieve. I mean, not just brushing your teeth, right? You want to maybe enforce a better habit in exercise or diet or uh, other things that you would rather have in your life than bad habits that you know that you don't want anymore. And how do we do this? How do we practice a habit that we want without being complacent or being lazy? How do we not fall off from that? Well, I want to explain that, of course, the more you practice something, the more you're gearing yourself towards doing it. But how do you keep that practice up? That is the question we have right now. And the answer to that is ask yourself, what is fueling your process on doing that thought, on practicing that habit, on practicing your goal? What is your motivation? What is your inspiration? What is your fuel? Because that motivation and that fuel is what's going to keep you going in order to keep that 
thought habit going, you need to ask yourself, how bad do I really want this? How bad do I want to accomplish this? And then ask yourself, how will it make me feel when it's actually implemented in my life? And that's where the power of imagination comes in. It's a unique ability that people have and that we all know about, but I feel like it's something we don't truly understand. The power of imagination is so powerful. It's something that we're all capable of doing that we've just either taken it for granted or we just don't think about it. And what I mean by that is when you imagine something, you feel something too. And feeling something, feeling an emotion with your thought is so powerful because it ingrains this image of how you feel when you're doing something into your mind. And when you do that, you continue thinking thoughts and other thoughts along the way that go towards your main thought. And what does that mean? What does it mean to feel good and to have all these thoughts coming into, you know, towards that same direction of your main thought? Well, that means that all these other thoughts coming in because of how you feel good is the inspiration and is the motivation. It is the fuel that drives your thoughts to fuel your main thought. And when you can do that, when you practice that, the feeling, the process of feeling good, the process of controlling your thoughts, and that takes practice as well, it really starts becoming to look like a staircase from baby steps to even bigger baby steps to regular steps in a sense if you like thinking about it that way they're all steps just to accomplish one habit one it could be a small habit or it could be a big habit it all requires that much effort in order to keep it going in your life and that's why asking yourself how bad do you want it is really helpful. It helps you really gauge what you're doing and what you can do more of in, in order to make it happen. And that all comes down to your thoughts and the choices that you make. The choices are the product of your thoughts. It is a reflection of all the thoughts that you've had previously that has given birth to that choice. That's something that we should be really aware of because there are so many things that we do habitually that we don't even think about. And it could be something that we don't want in our lives anymore. It could be a bad habit or it could be something that could be much better. When you can realize that, then you can reverse engineer and you can really change your thought process. That is also the unique ability that we have as people. We have the ability to think and control what we think, we can stop ourselves in the moment. We can say, oh, I'm thinking about this. Well, I wonder why. I should change that, that kind of way. And of course, that's all, that all comes down to your choice. You know, there is no right or wrong way of thinking. And that's the beauty of people because we're all so different. We all have our own different beliefs. We all have our own faiths in life. What we all have in common is love. No matter what faith and belief that we practice, it all comes down to how to love, how, how much faith we actually practice in what we believe in. And I feel like faith in general in that regard is a very good thing because once you start practicing your faith, once you actually believe in it, and when you continue doing that with all of your heart, all of your being, 
that's when great things and miracles start to happen in your life. But it all comes down to how you feel about it, how you feel about what you believe in. And like I said, there is no right or wrong in what you believe in. I think the bigger question at that point would be, does it serve you? Does it help you? And it should, because what you believe in matters. It is a part of who you are, after all. And coming back to thoughts and imagination, I wanted to explain that imagination is so important because imagination is what creates our world and our society today, and even our future society that we see in movies now. All of that is the result of thought and imagination, feeling. And feeling really also means feeling bad and feeling good or, you know, feeling anything. The reason why feeling is so important is because it is the energy of our emotion that we tie to our thought. We have, we feel certain ways about certain things. So if you can learn how to feel good about what you want, or if you can think about only of things that you would feel good about, and you think about it so strongly, it attracts more of those thoughts and attracts more of these things into your life. It's kind of like it changes your peripheral vision uh, without you knowing. You kind of gear yourself towards doing things, towards seeing things in everyday life that really are more aligned with your vision of thinking of that thought, that current thought. In a way, this is just like a mindset. It's like a, a point of view of its own. When you're in a good state of mind, when you're feeling good, you kind of recognize that all the things around you, you start noticing all the good things. An example would be something like traffic. You could be driving around and at first, you always realize someone that's cutting you off, someone that's always speeding really fast, they cut you off immediately just to pass into the other lane. And it usually irritates you. But when you're having a good day and you're driving and you're not really in a hurry to get anywhere and um, you probably had morning coffee or something, sometimes you realize that those same drivers are there. There are still drivers that pass you and cut you off just to pass you. You realize that maybe they're just trying to get somewhere and maybe they're late and there's always drivers like that in the world. And you start recognizing the people that let you cut in front of them just to get into the lane as you merge. It's things like that that really affect how you think about things. I feel like your mindset is the biggest factor into being able to see those kinds of things every day. And you can totally manipulate that. You can control how you view things willfully. You don't have to do it just on a whim or, you know, just by accident. Like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good now. And, you know, this guy just cut me off. But it's okay because he's probably got things to do. You can willfully think that way if that serves you. And I think it should because that is something that I call practice as well. That is good practice. When you can practice that habit, when you can practice your mindset, whatever it may be, you're constantly putting into motion an even bigger thought process that benefits you in your life.
And then when it comes to imagination and feeling good, if you can imagine yourself at the end product of what you want to accomplish, you really feel how it feels of when you have it accomplished and it feels good. You want it to feel great. You gear your mind and you attract all these things that really help push you towards your goal. That at the same time becomes your fuel and your motivation to continue thinking that way, to continue doing things that will get you closer to your goal. And why is that? Well, it's because of a few things. It's because first you're creating even more thoughts that are more aligned with what you want to do and you're feeling good and feeling good is really I feel is the sole emotion the sole propellant that really drives you towards something that you want because you feel good it's an indicator it's not something that you don't want and in feeling good you're also wiring your brain to want to do it even more. You're wiring your brain to do all of these little things to enforce this habit, to make it possible. It's like subconsciously rewiring your thought process, your even your muscles, your muscle memory, to do what you're setting out to do. And this is also the form of practice, the form of setting something in motion to get something done, to accomplish what you want. And in understanding that, you've formed a habit. You've formed a practice that not only helps you feel good, it should also help you feel happy because you're working towards something that you really want and it makes you happy. You are a habit closer towards being the ideal version of yourself. And then when you think about dreams, it is the same process. It really comes down to what are you thinking about? How do you feel about it? What you feel about really comes to life the more you do it. And this can be both a good and bad thing. It's like a double-edged sword. And the reason why I say that is because, coming back to our thoughts, we have both good and bad thoughts. And what we focus on grows. So we could be doing... We can be thinking and doing things that have some form of negativity in it. Some people like to put themselves down or, or say self-deprecating things. It's fun at first, and I've been there myself. But when you really think about it, the more you practice it, the more you begin to believe in what you say. How does it really make you feel? And if it feels bad, or if it even feels in the gray area, the middle zone, that's what you're going to be attracting more of. You're going to keep doing that. And really how you feel is an indicator of the direction that you're heading towards. You have the control of how you feel. Because happiness is a choice. So what are you actually practicing that is making you feel the way you do? That is a good thing to consider. And lastly, I wanted to talk about the power of imagination. Your imagination is your most powerful asset, your most powerful tool, your most powerful weapon, because it is a combination of thoughts and experience. 
And what I mean by experience is that when you imagine something, not only are you feeling good or feeling even bad in what you're doing in the imagination, you're actively experiencing what it would feel like, what you would be doing, what would be becoming of you in the imagination. You're doing something. You are living it, essentially. So if you imagine yourself, let's say, driving your dream car, you're imagining yourself sitting in that driver's seat, you're imagining yourself starting it up, and you're driving it. You're experiencing how it feels to live in that moment. And when you do that, you're subconsciously um, bringing in all these other emotions, bringing in all these other thoughts that really acts as fuel and brings more happiness to you. So it's a combination of feeling, it's a combination of being. Imagination is a combination of the two, of thinking and doing, or being. And when you can imagine every single day on the things that you would like to do, if you can imagine yourself on how it would feel in the end goal of what you're going for, you really continue motivating yourself every single time. It becomes like a cycle, such a good cycle that you end up so much closer to your goal than when you first set out. Try it. Try imagining how good it would feel. Imagine yourself doing what it is you want to do. Imagine yourself feeling good. When you imagine yourself actually doing, moving, and being in that experience, in that particular moment, you are also attracting to you more experiences and more good things, even opportunities that lead you towards that goal that you're thinking about. And what I'm describing is also the law of attraction, and that will be a talk for another time. But even without thinking about the law of attraction, imagination alone is so powerful when it comes to motivation and when it comes to really thinking about what you want. Because when you can vividly think about what you want, or even without the images, if you can just continue thinking about what you want, you really start to begin to understand why you want it and why it makes you feel good. And the more you understand something, the easier it becomes for you to go back into the motions of doing that particular thing. It becomes a train of habits leading you towards just that one habit. It's like a a train of thought. <laughs> Maybe that's what a train of thought really is, right? Imagination is a powerful, powerful thing. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you feel like it resonated with you in some way, if you felt like any of it was helpful, then I'll see you in the next one. And remember to be respectful to yourself, be respectful to others, and feel good. Imagine what it is you want to do and practice it every day from anything. It could be anything from something small to even something big. Just try it. When you feel good, you'll do more. My name is Lee, and thank you again for listening. I will see you in the next podcast. Have a great day.
Be safe, be well, and wash your hands.